five, four, three, two, one. This is the WDMA, and we're going to be talking about mail today. But before we do, I want to remind you that we've got a big meetup a week from yesterday, and people are coming from all across the globe. We have a lot of fun, and I probably emailed you, but I'll also be posting it in the WDMA group and also the uh, National Mail Order Association. And, uh, you know, trying to invite as many people as possible. Feel free to share it with your friends. Uh, there's a, an event on LinkedIn, so you can find it. And in the event, there's a Zoom link for next week, Wednesday, 3 p.m. Or write me. If you're thinking on coming and you can't find it, just send me a note on LinkedIn. Uh, but it's in honor of the five-year anniversary of this crazy show that we've been doing, Fighting for Direct Mail Every Day. And in honor of that, I'm going to be pulling up one of the very, very first videos that I ever did live uh, back in September 11th of 2018. So it's just about five years ago. No, 20, I don't know, 2018. Yeah, I think 2018. Wow, that's a long time ago. Anyway, and uh, so buckle up. I think it's worth watching. Look, you'll notice that I'm not quite as polished. You can see the top of my computer screen <laughs> which you can't see right now i'm hitting it but i've i've made it hidden <laughs> so professional so you'll see that i also have lost a little weight since then thank heaven and i hope you enjoy it let's get it queued up and let's have some fun here we go two one Hi, I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. Today I want to talk about why mail, as I promised yesterday, the most powerful weapon no one is using. Why? First, I want to talk about digital challenges. This is the omni-channel world from about a year ago. These are all great deals. You should be on all of them. And if you are, you won't have a clue what's going on. That's the bottom line. Digital ad fraud last year was estimated at $16.4 billion from the World Federation of Advertisers, and that's out of 80 billion. So that's a 20% overall, 20% uh, fraud rate. The bots ri rove around giving lots of views to the pages that you pay per view, or they click on your ad and you pay per click, which is how they make money. It's a great, it's a great deal, and organized crime makes as much, almost as much on bots and fake advertising as they do on illegal drugs. Now, this is a great illustration of the, of the quality of the internet. This young man in the corner made a living writing fake reviews on the internet for products. He was paid to write fake reviews. So he knew how to do that, and so he decided to start a restaurant. He bought a burner phone, that's him with the burner phone, and he, and he called it the shed at Dulwich, that's him in the backyard with the shed. Uh, he created fake uh, fake dishes. This is a soap cake with some ketchup and parsley sprinkled on it. <laughs> and he started, you know, writing reviews. Uh, uh, he started at 18,000th ranked restaurant on TripAdvisor. And in five months, he was the number one rated TripAdvisor restaurant in London. The phone rang five hours straight. He would tell them, we're not taking reservations anymore. And it's a great, great story, and it illustrates the quality of information on the Internet. <laughs> okay, what does marketing want? Marketing, really what they're after, 
is cool breakthrough branding, ads that people remember, award-winning ads, customer-centric media placement, which is code for magical big data predictive modeling. They want to be where you're going to be, but you don't know where you're going to be. So they want to be everywhere, but they can't afford to be everywhere. So then they talk about the cloud and the and all the baloney. I forget, it's, you know, blockchain is going to solve everything. Everything is going to solve everything. It's The problem is the fundamentals of what marketing is trying to achieve. What does the CEO want, on the other hand? And I know this is true because I was at an ad agency for a couple of years, and they would trot out the direct marketing guy at the pitches. And we won five out of five pitches in the in the years I was there, which is a little like winning five Super Bowls. I mean, nobody does that five out of five. It's just unheard of. And the CEO and president or whoever the, the chief financial guy was always said, hey, I like the idea that you have accountable advertising, scientific advertising, that you can tell us what's working and what isn't. Because what does the CEO want? The CEO wants known customer results. I want offers that I know are going to work. Okay. I want known return on investment. I want to put a dollar in the box and get a couple of dollars jumping out. And I want scalable growth. I, so I don't want just a tiny box, you know, where we can we can pare down to the. I uh, I had a cataloger call me this week, and they said, well, we went to this new modeling guy, and our profits are up, but our sales are down like a lot, a lot. I said, yeah, that's what they do. They tell you they're going to cut the waste and increase the profits. What good is that? You know, then your overhead's too big. Then you're then you're unprofitable over there, and it's just moving money around. You need to be gro you need to be growing and be profitable both. That's what the CEO wants. Okay, so how do we do that? In direct mail, we can do it. You know, if you stop advertising on Twitter and you go to Instagram instead, while you're doing all the rest of the stuff and the email and everything else in this big cloud of nothing, you don't know what's going on. But if you mail your customers, because the engagement is so much greater, you mail them, or then you don't mail a few of them. You hold some out. You can tell what's going on. In Musician's Friend's case, they were owned by Guitar Center, a retailer who thought every guitar that Musician's Friend sold was a guitar that got stolen from them. And those guys were owned by an investment group in Dubai without a real mail culture. So every year they would ask us, why are you spending so much on the catalog? They spent like $10 million a year or something on the catalog. And they and they were, eh, no, that was more than that, but it wasn't, it wasn't a lot more. Let's say $20 million. And they were doing a billion, half a billion dollars. So it was a pretty good deal. Anyway, so we didn't mail a few. And what happened? Well, overall, the ones we didn't mail did $12 in the aftermath of the mailing. Because they were still mailing them three or four times a week, emailing them. And the ones we did mail did 22 So you put a dollar in, you get an extra 10 Pretty good deal. Oh, and so we held out some for three months. You put in, you save yourself $3.00. And you cost yourself twenty-two dollars in sales, but it's 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 understandable. It's trackable. It's absolutely solid numbers, unlike the crazy pixels and the tracking and the cookies of the world, where even if it's on your screen and you never see it again. But if you put enough of them out there, somebody's going to buy accidentally. No 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 causal impact to that ad. And so here's the male advantages. Your brain connects 10 times more with touch than vision. Your brain is wired for touch. Why? Because touch, you know, what, what you see coming at you might hurt you. But when it hits your head, it hurts. <laughs> if you've ever been hit in the head with a baseball, you know, you can see it coming and that doesn't hurt. 
When it, so the more things that actually hit you, the worse you are. So your brain is wired to be very sensitive to when it gets there and duck, you know. But the warning comes with, you know, the warning is important, but the, the pain is the real thing that we're wired for. Okay, so um, this is a study from Royal Mail. It said that millennials, 84% admit to reading their mail. 50% admit to ignoring digital ads. Now, I believe that's way, way low. Because, you know, we've, it's been documented now in scientific studies that we ignore the perimeter of the website. We ignore those ads on the side. Our brain is, has figured out a way to go in the center. And if you use Firefox, you can hit a button. And all of it disappears, which I love. I do that all the time. Okay, so I contend that it's a golden age of mail. It's a golden age for a couple of reasons. One is it's such a great deal. If you use Google, and I got this, um, I don't know, I, I didn't footnote it. It is in my, my, my bigger, my longer talk. But for florists, for florists near me, it costs you five bucks per click. 50% don't touch anything and leave. 80% if it's a landing page, don't touch anything and leave. So it costs you 10 to $25, depending, for one engaged visitor, okay? 10 to $25 for one engaged visitor. Okay, it's important to get this vocabulary right and to run the numbers on equal basis, right? Now, mail, people say, oh, mail has such a low response rate, which is 2 to two to 5% or something, and, you know, I've gotten 100% responses. So it's, but, you know, single digit is not unexpected. So uh, you spend a buck in the mail, way, way, you know, way, way more money. And I'm just saying that, 15% go right in the trash without even hardly a glance, but I think it's higher than, you know, I don't think that bounce rate is, I think most people look at their mail, 80, 85% look at their mail, that's where I got the number. Okay, if it's a really promotional that I have no interest in, maybe it's higher than that. So I'm giving mail 1 to 150 that people don't look at it. Okay, the problem we had in, well, we're going to get to the next slide, okay. So once you get to engagement, the response rate for digital and the response rate for mail is about the same. That's the truth. Okay? So you can run those numbers. You can do a break-even. You can estimate what's going to happen on your digital compared to mail. Now, in the 80s, we only mailed we only mailed response buyers. Why? Because most people would not buy through the mail. Now nearly 100% do. The mailbox is less full, so it's a golden age of mail. Case study. We had a retailer who was doing a little catalog. It was a terrible application because it was a complex sale and a low number of customers and the marketing the new marketing guy who was from a, a, a soda pop company said said why would we mail people who've already bought why mail people who've already bought so we started the holdout test and we showed them the value of mail and we found out that there was a 300 percent roi on the catalog okay so we started sending other messages we started testing messages we also redid the the holdout because we found out that there was a huge pass along 900 percent okay and in 2017 sales were up 35 percent they were growing before that by opening stores but this was same store store over store so mail delivers it connects with your brain it cuts through ad clutter there's ways to clearly test and prove things it's a great laboratory it lets the customer tell us what they want instead of trying magic I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing.